You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. Good morning, Ahanu. It took me a minute. It did. It took you a minute because it is new. It's new in the sense that we've been doing it for years, but this is the first time we've actually called the show Answers from the Akashic Records. I know, and it's destined to be a really good one too, Ahanu. It is because it's stirring a lot, even from the very first session we did. That first session went out, and already in that short few days it reached listeners who have been asking us to elaborate and query things about the celebrities dying, because that was one of the first questions we asked, mm-hmm. you remember? Mm-hmm. We asked about why all those celebrities had died in 2016. And we also spoke about Nibiru. That was another thing that raised a lot of queries for us to explore in more detail today. So you're very, very welcome. And we look forward to your input as well. You'll be able to get us on worldofempowerment.com or by email from our website or indeed on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. You'll find it on Google Play and you'll also find it on iHeartRadio also. So all that is very promising. It is very promising. You've been working hard, Ahanu. I have, I have. And for our listeners, Arhano is a little bit under the weather, so send your good thoughts towards him because he needs a boost. I do. He needs a he needs a listener love injection boost. <laughs> oh, no, don't make me laugh because I am a little under the weather. You might hear it in my voice. But however, we will soldier on. Now, Angel Rose, let's just reflect back on the question that was asked, and it was asked about why all those celebrities died in 2016. And I believe somebody on the internet did make up a list. I remember seeing it. Now, I don't want to go through that list. Everybody knows. But there were some very famous people died. And many people were curious as to why so many in that one year. And we got some very interesting answers. So let's just... Let's just elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, let's go into it. All right, because Source had told us that um, there were two reasons. One of them was that part of that was a collective soul family event. In other words, that many of the famous people that died this year have all been connected in a soul family and that they were leaving for a specific reason. That was one of the reasons. The other was that it was just that person's personal time to leave. And that was their contract and their contract was up. But I thought we could talk about soul families in general, Ahana, because maybe some of our listeners don't understand what yeah, soul families yeah. are. But can I ask you first, though, before we go into that, because that is more into the spiritual realm, just on the pure practical level alone, how do you feel that these celebrities might be connected in that way? I mean, okay, they all play music or they sing or they did sing. No, it has to be on a soul level. No, I understand that. But would they have known each other as musicians, as celebrities? Would they know that they are of the same soul family? Do you understand what I'm asking? Most likely not. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there could be some celebrities around that when they meet another For example, Mm -hmm. they may feel, I know you, just like normal people do when they meet somebody that they feel they're connected to and they don't understand why. Right, right. Okay, so that that could be the case. But Mm -hmm. to say that they consciously are aware that, hey, I knew you from, you know, the Pleiades, or I know you from Andromeda, or some other galactic family, 
or even ancient history together mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, as mm-hmm. a civilization, they may not be conscious of that. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So is it the case also, though, that those celebrities would have sole family who are not celebrities? Do you, you know? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But we just we're just not connecting the dots in the sense that okay, many other thousands or perhaps even millions died also in 2016, but we're not just putting them into the same pot at the moment. No, but that's not to say that some of the quote unquote common people around the world that have passed are not connected to celebrities. They could be, but sure. but they but let me just say this. Some of those other people in terms of groups of people that have died in tragic events, let's say, this past year, those people could be connected on a soul level with mm-hmm. one another, just mm-hmm. like in any huge disaster. Yes. Tsunami or earthquake where masses of people die. That's right. Or a big airplane crash when hundreds of people go all at once. Those people are probably all connected in some way. Yes. On a soul level. I remember us asking this question in the Akashic Records a few years ago. Do you remember the time of the tsunami in Indonesia? Do you remember? Yeah, and there I remember. Was many thousands mm-hmm. died. And it was a very tragic situation. But what came up from people asking the question was that Indeed, it was like a soul family choice to exit together at that right. point in time. Mm-hmm. Now, I found that very interesting. So do you think that the same thing is going on now? So let's, let's get into the soul family thing. What does it mean when you have a soul family? Okay, what it means is that people that could have been born in the same family, so we'll go from little to big. Let's just say in your current family now, your brothers and sisters, for example, right? right? Chances are you're all from the same soul family. In other words, that means that you could have originated at a different place other than Earth and all been connected to one another. You could have been in incarnations on the Earth where you were born into the same family with each other over and over and over again. Okay. That makes you a soul family. Okay, but with the celebrities, it looks like let's take it to the bigger picture where they would be part of a galactic civilization, for example, off-planet. Or perhaps they were all Atlanteans. Perhaps they were all Lemurians. Perhaps they all, uh, I joked about it, but I'm serious now, you know, spent time on Andromeda and knew each other in the past. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to be part of the same soul family means that they all have a common point of origin somewhere. Okay, and that this has connected them on a soul level. Okay, now I want to address a little bit why why these people, but I not I'm not only looking at those people because, like you mentioned, there have been plenty of people who've died last year, mm-hmm. in in groups. Okay, in groups, all right, that would be considered common people. But who would be just as powerful as a soul group? But people who are famous carry a particularly powerful energy precisely because they influence so many people around the world. Okay, so they would have been building up this power through various lifetimes. You don't just all of a sudden you're born into an incarnation and suddenly you're you're world famous. You know, Mm. you would have had past lives where you were gradually been building up a soul force Mm -hmm. to allow you to be in the public eye and sustain that. And let me just mention as an example, 
I was going to tell the story about when we were in Edinburgh Castle. Uh, I was going to tell the story about the famous deceased, but let's cover okay, both of them. Well, no, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. When yeah. we were in Edinburgh Castle mm-hmm. last mm. last uh, couple summers ago, mm. and we were wanted to look at the Stone of Destiny under glass. And under glass, they had the Stone of Destiny. They had Mary Queen of Scots's wand, her crown jewels, and the wand actually spoke to me and said, do you have any idea what it takes to be royalty? But I had a fe- I had an impression of it, a feeling of it. Mm. Okay, and what that feeling was, was that it took tremendous responsibility. You had to have a particular type of energy to be able to handle that much responsibility and that much power and influence. Right. Yes. Okay? Now, so you're connecting this with a celebrity because they obviously yes, would they need influence. that same kind of yeah. inner, inner strength, as it were. Yes. And as we know, a lot of them end tragically, their lives end tragically because for some reason they may not have been able to sustain it. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. That could be. But we're talking right now on what could the soul contract have been right. for these people. Whether they died under murderous circumstances, which some of them mm-hmm. are claimed to, it doesn't change the fact that somewhere there was a reason that they left the planet now. Okay, and that last year was just, I mean, it was stuck out like a sore thumb, Ahana, mm, with how many sure. actually left. You've never seen anything like yes, that. Yes, yes. Okay, so when I would look into it, it would look like that the power that these beings have accumulated would create a group force on the other side, which would allow them to influence something on the other side. Right. Okay, whether it's something for the Earth or something on a different dimension, but it looked like the group of them had common common denominators of influence where they would have or been they, able to affect something in the spiritual realm. Could they just have more sense than us and saying <laughs> they're getting out before the yeah. S hits the fan? Yeah, you know? possibly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I made reference earlier to the famous deceased, and I just wanted to bring that in because for anybody who doesn't know... We've been doing these sessions going back to 2009 and we've published many of them in various formats where we've actually covered this in detail. And what happened was there was a lady asked us to find out about very famous people. Where are they now? Famous deceased people. And Engel Rose went in the records and, and, and she, this lady, she asked questions about some very, like John F. Kennedy and Hitler and, oh, I don't know, Mussolini and various other, a lot of, lot of famous people, including Princess Diana and others. But what was very interesting about it was, like you've just mentioned, they all seem to have accumulated a kind of a soul energy. They did. Yeah, yeah. you described it as a... Like an energy buildup in their aura. Yes, okay. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that if they were born again, if they reincarnated again, they'd carry that same potential, that they same would, impetus to with influence, them. influence in some yeah. way. That's yeah. right. So this is what we believe is happening with the celebrities leaving. And it's a powerful thing. And tragic and all as it is, and we commiserate with families and that are left behind and all of that. But there is a bigger picture rolling through all of this all of the time. And we've got to keep an eye on that bigger picture, don't we? Because who knows? Those celebrities may be, you know, pulling strings, coercing things, manipulating energy, who knows, mm-hmm. in, in that way, and uh, need not necessarily 
really be seen as a negative or a bad thing. Right. And I, I wanted just to bring up the point, too, about soul families in general. For people who sometimes you hear clients call and they say, I have no idea why I would have been born into this family. I don't get along with my sisters and brothers or my parents. And yet, when you look into the records, you do see a common origin with them. You see either they were together at the same in other lifetimes, where they've been soulmates to each other in particular ways. And there's always a purpose to this. And, and I think when soul families or groups incarnate together, not just in a, a regular family, but just in general, in a, in a time period, let's say, mm-hmm. soul groups would incarnate in a time period it usually does have a purpose behind it in terms of what they're doing here energetically right and i just wanted to make people aware that even the smallest person that's true that they are in their lives for a purpose and that they the people they meet the people they share their life with they're all part of a bigger mm-hmm. a bigger soul group now i'm just going to digress here for a short moment and get rose because Just before coming into this podcast, I got an email from somebody in the Lebanon. I'm raising it because you have actually addressed their issue perfectly. And this person told a horrific story of being born into the the war-torn country, born into conflict and all of that. Now, because of the religion into the Islamic faith, there was various rules that they had to adhere to, there was various practices they had adhered to, and all of that. And we've all experienced that in our own ways, in our own countries, in our own cultures. But in this person's case, he wanted to be a man, and he, he was born into a body that didn't, he didn't feel that it was quite a man's body. It was thin and small and was ridiculed in school and got bullied and so on. And because of that, he tended to take another role, a kind of a submissive role, which was totally against his inner character. So in other words, he was setting himself up for this conflict that's run through his life. And he said to me that he's now, I think, 38 years of age, and this conflict still continues for him, where he felt he chose a wrong body. He's he's now since changed religions various times. He's gone through various metaphysical practices. He's very, very awake. He's familiar with all the conspiracy theories, all of that kind of thing. So he's very, very clued in. But at the same time, he has this inner conflict. Now, you mentioned just a few months ago when you said about being born in, physically born into a family, that you would choose that. So in his case, why would he set himself up for being born into a soul family or a physical family on earth that really is causing him such difficulty? Well, I don't know because I'm not in his personal records. But based on what you just said, part of the reason could be precisely that he become his own person. I mean, sometimes you're born into places where you're at odds with the rest of your clan. Okay, or you're different, or you're you don't feel according to their belief structure. Mm. But some of that is the soul needing to break out on its own and having courage to take a stand to be its own individual essence. That could be part of it. But like I say, because I'm not looking in his records, Mm -hmm. and it could be very well that he has karmic stuff with the people in that family from the past or has known them in the past. But you see, usually when soul groups come in together, there's always a reason. 
they can each be individuals, and those individuals could be having their own soul journey to go on within the context of that foundational family. They could all go off in different directions and have their own careers and do their own thing, for example. But if you look at the foundation for why they were they began there mm. in this life, you usually will find that they've done this before. In other lives, they've been together as a group. Sometimes it's familiar. The family structure is familiar, so it's a good base just to come in on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they unconsciously support one another energetically without realizing that they're doing it. could be lots of reasons, but there usually always is a bigger purpose in terms of why that group now. Okay? Right. So I think it's plain to see that in that case, there is a bigger purpose going on, but it can be difficult for that person to see it because right. the, this inner conflict is going yeah. on. Yeah. And you really would need a personal reading sure. to find that yeah. out. Now, let's move on to Nibiru because that was another issue that we raised. And if you were to do a search online or even if you were to look up what's trending on YouTube or the amount of interest in Nibiru is huge and growing. So, can you want to explain Nibiru first to people so they... Because there will be people who've never heard of Nibiru. That's true, indeed. Well, my understanding of Nibiru is that it was the planet from where the Anunnaki originated and came to Earth. And it follows a huge cycle. There's all these cosmic terms for it, so don't, I'm not a, cosm- a scientist, so I'm not going to attempt to explain it. But it's a very, very wide circle that comes around either, orbit. A, an orbit, yeah, comes around every, I'm not sure, maybe 25, 26,000 years or maybe sooner. I'm open to correction on it. But the last time was here, apparently, the Anunnaki seeded the planet and created humans and all of that as per Zachariah Sitchin's understandings. Mm-hmm. And then there's various other books. For example, there's Gerald Gerald Clark Clark has done a lot of work on and written several books on the Anunnaki of Nibiru. But anyway, here's the thing. This planet apparently is due for a return and is, is coming from behind the sun. And now in the last several weeks and maybe even several months, scientists at NASA and various other places, including the Vatican Observatory, are seeing what they're calling the ninth planet. They're saying there is something influencing things out there and it's getting closer. And they've noticed it. And they've noticed it and they said that soon they're going to be able to take pictures of it. So I hope that's an adequate That's an adequate explanation, yeah. Yeah. There is a lot more to it, but I hope that'll help. Well, because we had asked in the session last week about was this Nibiru that they were seeing? Yes. And the answer was yes, it is Nibiru. And Nibiru is purported to be three times the size of the Earth. That's right. That's quite big. So that's why they're saying that it's influencing all kinds of things, electromagnetics, the push and pull of gravity, um, meteor showers, the changing of the Earth, mm-hmm. climate change, all that kind of thing. So, Yeah, so I thought we could elaborate on, let's look at the worst case scenario about that and the best case scenario. Okay, so I think we mentioned last week that its influence could cause more climate changes, more tsunamis, tidal waves, I think I do remember hearing, Mm -hmm. uh, volcanoes, earthquakes, as it exerts pressure and, you know, that push-pull on the Earth and affects the sun and, and all of that, okay? If you read about Nibiru, 
they will say that sometimes its influence they believe has caused the poles shifting. The times in history when the extinction of the dinosaurs or climate change so dramatic that what was a tropical place suddenly was an Arctic place yes. and vice versa. And what was underwater is over water and what was over water is underwater. And yes, all, these, all and of it, those huge, yeah, huge indeed, indeed. changes. The, the deluge, the biblical flood, they say, was attributed to Nibiru yes. at that point in time. Okay. Again, that's, a, that's the study of Zachariah Sitchin, and we would point people to study that just for more information. Right. Okay, so here we are now with a whole lot more people on the planet, and if this is coming close, when Gerald Clark believes it will make its appearance this year, I think he did say that did, in a yeah. recent radio interview with somebody, which you can find on YouTube if you just Google Gerald Clark. And, you know, he, he'll make the comment that, well, nobody really knows what's going to happen to the Earth if that planet does come closer, because it's never come around when there's been so many people on the planet. But the worst case scenario, Ahano, is that we're looking at catastrophic changes. We're looking at land masses possibly changing. Pole shift. Pole shifts, you know, electromagnetic shift. We're looking at that large amounts of the population could be gone. Okay, so that's the worst case. You know, the best case scenario is that, yeah, it exerts pressure on the planet. It causes some changes, but the spiritual awakening that's occurring inside the consciousness of people and which has been occurring gets even larger. That awakening gets even larger. But I think it's important to bring it up because when we talk about how people are behaving lately. You know, when you talk about the moon, for example, the full moon, just the effect of the full moon yes. on people, how it makes can make people crazy. Can What it does is it... Well, that's where the name lunatic comes lunatic from. Lunatic comes from, like, <laughs> Luna. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh-huh. Because it exerts pressure on the water in the cells and uh-huh. brings it closer to the surface, uh-huh. so people get more emotional. When you look at all the craziness that's going on right now in the world, Hano, just the insane attacks, the prejudice, the hatred, the the shooting, the... Um, you see the riots in the shopping malls. I mean, that was crazy. I know. Just, it was, there was no... It seemingly was no purpose to it or no flashpoint. It, it just erupted. Right. In all over the country. It right. It's the strangest thing. So it's an insanity. Yes. So something is exerting pressure. On people to bring this subconscious stuff to the surface and make people behave in crazy ways. We've been seeing that kind of been building, really, if you look back over the last few years. It's just that this last year was the worst ever. Okay. And those insane attacks in all forms are continuing even into this year. And you do have to ask yourself, you know, what the heck? And I've thought it a few times, like, what the heck is going on here? And I think that people's subconscious craziness is coming out. Hmm. Now, that can be the result of a pressure of a cosmic object that nobody can see right now, but something hugely bigger than the moon, okay? Yes. Exerting a type of pressure. But I think, in all honesty, the planet today and what's going on in it, climate change and politically, we do have to, in a way, start to really take a hard look at our fear of dying, and our fear of surviving, because this is what's going to trigger even more insanity. If if conditions get to a place where people's survival is threatened, you're looking at insanity. And in my mind, the only way 
you cannot be reactive out of that is to really kind of sit back and look at your fear of dying and even your fear of loved ones dying or people dying violently or whatever Hmm. and maybe come to peace with that somehow where you say, you know, okay, well, if we all live eternally as a spirit and if worse came to worse and you lost your physical life here you do go on in spirit we just talked about these celebrities meeting on the other side or possibly knowing one another on the other side or doing something life continues and i think there's a point where how long can you fight the fear of your survival before you come to peace about it and i think that's the only way that people are ever going to not be violently reactive in these changing times. But we have spoken many times on our show, Ahano, in our conversations with Source, where Source has always told us, look, get your house prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, you do need to have basic things now. You have to have supplies of food. You have to have water supplies. You have to have a heat source mm-hmm. and a cooking source, bare minimum. And for people who don't have a lot of money, they say, well, you know, I can't really afford. But, yeah, you can afford an extra can of tuna fish at the grocery store or an extra extra can of soup. Just start adding a little bit more just in case power did go out or something did happen where your normal supplies weren't there. So what if you eat canned food for a while? At least you're alive. Okay, and you can buy a camper stove with some propane. Those aren't expensive. Mm -hmm. Just have those in your home. So we're not saying that everybody should just accept the fact that they're going to die. What we're saying is that you are living in changing times that are very precarious. And it's just like a squirrel who gathers nuts. Let's just call it a common sense thing that do take care and prepare okay that's one level of it the other level of it is if it is your time to leave and you do leave and your soul group families like we've been watching Mm. then be rest assured you'll still be continuing with that group on the other side in some capacity okay so nibiru is a is something that does have the power to affect us in a huge way we don't know how it's going to manifest just that we know that it's getting closer it's being seen this isn't some conspiracy theory pretend thing that people think somebody invented you know it's actually being seen and people are taking pictures of even Mm. what appears to be two suns and may not be you know yes yeah with this Nibiru thing, Ahano, I just want us to all be just kind of confronting life and death together in terms of the more we act loving toward each other, the more we get comfortable with sharing, okay, the more we start really looking out for each other during these times, the more likely we are to have a positive influence no matter what's coming around the pike and with each other, because that is what Ascension Energy is all about anyway. That's right. It's about the highest degree of love, and that's why I say we should be looking at our death concerns and our survival concerns, because those are the things that will, if we keep having fear around that, that will pull all of us into chaos. That will manifest it. It will. Yeah, we'll go into chaos about Mm -hmm. it. Let's look at the alternatives. Let's Mm -hmm. get that extra food. Let's grow some tomato plants and plastic jugs in our homes. Let's take care of those survival things the best we can Mm. so that we can 
be sharing with one another and cooperate because the light that's coming in along with this influence is also huge. You're seeing people's DNA wake up all over the place. You know, consciousness is awakening. But you got to go higher and higher and higher with that, Ahana. We can't stay in our low-level fears, which is really what we're watching display itself out into the world today. So that's a very positive note on which to end, actually, even though it's in some ways one can take it as being fearful, but no, there is an immense opportunity here. There really is there really in is. terms of the growth of awareness and the, the growth of our consciousness. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right, Ahano, next week we'll, we'll continue. Next week we talked we'll about the evil within us, which can can maybe seem to be negative too, but Source was talking to us that the natural core human is a being of love. So let's talk about that next week. What does that mean and how does that express itself in our world? Right. And I might even mention about the little dream that I had recently. Yeah, connected to that. Connected to that. I certainly feel that that information was very helpful, very useful, and we hope it will be helpful and useful to you. It does bring us to the end of our show today. We are always delighted to be of service. And always, please, feel free, if there is some subject that you feel you'd like for us to discuss, certainly please email us, contact us on our website, worldofempowerment.com or angelrose.com. Now, Angel Rose did mention about personal readings, you can contact her at angelrose at angelrose.com. And I'll spell it because it's, it's the beautiful name for the angel in Irish. It's angel, A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E.com. Thank you. And bye All right. Bye. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.